Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas. People, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village, the award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Okay, hold up your card. Hold up your card. Here's my card. Well, it's Dennis Simpson with Pam Avila. <laughs> If y'all had any idea how hard it's been to, to record this show, this is our third attempt. Yes, that's true. We had some technical difficulties and we had some issues to talk about too. So I wanted to talk, Pam, what is that card you're holding up dear? This card is what I think is one of the best tools that we have right this minute for guests to the village. For those that are coming to visit families, for those that are just coming as guests to tour the village, and what it's doing is basically promoting a punch card. And that punch card gives them five punches to an access to uh, a number of different amenities here in the village. So well, let, they, let, let's go back okay. just one second. I hate to apologize, yeah. but I hate to interrupt you, but tell me what a guest is. Tell me what a visitor is as far as the PLA goes. Explain that. I, I, I'm not sure that, that they really differentiate. Um, you know, well, it, it, I it, a, let's say non-property owners. Non-property. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's better put. That's better. Can well, we what I'm that? getting at is when you have people come in, when a rental owner like myself or, or, uh-huh. or any, uh, any property owner has somebody come in, we can have them come in as visitors, which we're glad they're here, or we can have them come in as guests, which means they can play at the guest rates and they get access to some of these amenities, but repeatedly they ask, you know, if, if I'm going to let somebody play for uh, as a guest on my golf, number one, I have to approve of their behavior and that they're going to, you know, take care of themselves. And the next thing is yeah. I'm going to have to give them my number and, and let them use my card to go do that number. If I have this card, I don't have to do that. So tell me more about the card. I didn't mean that's to interrupt so you. true, except the, the only thing about this punch card is it's not good for golf. But it's good at the fitness center, pickleball, the tennis center, um, the pool. Um, They can rent a kayak or a stand-up paddleboard with it. So um, it just gives them access to some fun things to do while they're here visiting. And I think that's really important for kind of the, the welcoming feel for the village. It is if we can say, hey, this is what we have try it out. Enjoy it. Enjoy your time here. So um, that's kind of how this whole thing got started. 
And it's kind of a sampler pack, as you just mentioned. I mean, it's the Coronado Fitness Center. Well, I'm assuming that includes the indoor pool and the and the sauna and the hot tub and the and and for those of you and we covered this on another show just recently, but I want to come back and come again because we you can't explain the basics enough or too much, I should say. Uh, one of the things that you know we say, okay, well, there's a fitness center, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, maybe you know something I don't, Pat, and I, Pam, and I suspect that you've traveled a lot more than I have too. I've never been to a fitness center or a gym or a planet fitness or a workout center that is surrounded on, by the side of a lake, by a boat dock, by a, it's just, it's gorgeous. Am I mistaken? No, you're, you're right on. And, and not only that, but the fact that it's got the pool right there and attached to it. A lot of fitness centers don't offer that. Um, so right, right it, beside the library, right place. beside the, the walking trail, the library, the everything. Yeah. Yep. The tennis courts are right across the way. Yeah. And then, so you get access, this card costs how much is it? 50 bucks. Is that what this it's is? $50, five punches. They can use the five punches either all in one place. So if they wanted to go five times to the fitness center, they could oh, do that. Okay. Or if they wanted to divide it up among, you know, the five amenities, however they wanted to have at it. So I could rent a kayak for an hour. I could go to the fitness center for an hour. I could play pickleball for an hour. I could come back to the fitness center for another day. So these don't, do these all have to be used? Cause I'm, I mean, I know people talk about, well, we're here, we want to do this now, but you know, what about when we come back, how long do I get to use this one card? Yep. It's just a little punch card. It's, it's, you know, wallet size, credit card size punch card. And um, they actually offer a child's card too for $25, which is a good deal for kids. Um, Amazing so, deal for kids. I, I just was yeah. noting that I was going to say, so it under 18, 25. So it's $25. Wow. You could keep your kids busy for a long time for 25 bucks. I'm thinking that if you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Well, two things we wanted to cover today. We wanted to cover the details <laughs> of the card here, and I think we've done that pretty well. You can get these, hang on, you can get these at the administration building, at the Coronado Fitness Center, which is over beside the, uh, the helipad, over beside the library and the, the Coronado Center, and the DeSoto Recreation Center, which is at 209 DeSoto, which is the games area, which is the... Yeah, and that's the, actually uh, right by the pickleball courts. Yeah, and, and let's go through that real quick because, you know, I'm just, I'm giving the 10-mile high view again for those, again, who haven't been here in a while or have never been here. Uh, the, the, the pickleball area is right beside the miniature golf, is right beside the basketball courts, is right beside the badminton area is right beside the the DeSoto golf course right beside the outdoor pool I mean it, there's a reason they call it the games area right right exactly well let me ask you this tell me about Pama Villa and how the circuitous path that one must take from California as a obvious liber democratic liberal as to get to, <laughs> to get to to get to Arkansas. And I, I preclude that. That was one of the other conversations we had. Uh, tell that story, if you would, real quick, how, how somebody defined you there. Oh. Uh, what when I was uh, running for the board, uh, I got an email from someone and and they said, so you must be a, a, a liberal California Democrat. And, and I 
was feeling a little mischievous that day. And so I emailed back and said, you know, making that assumption is kind of like assuming that all our Kansans are hillbillies. Good point. Good point. Some because oh, some of us are they? rednecks. Some of us are rednecks. But <laughs> 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 what did they reply to you? I'm just curious. Oh no, they didn't. I, I know, think that ended the conversation. Did it now? They may not have voted rude. for you, Pam. May not have voted for you. But apparently, apparently, it you know what it was? It's the what? pay, the pay for being on the board that gets you through, right? That's so true, you know, and, and we just voted ourselves a raise too. Did you know that? <laughs> if you double zero, is it still zero? I think it is. Right? Unfortunately, yes. I want to make note yeah. to those that are listening or, or don't know Pam. Pam is one of the wonderful board members that we have. Pam, two years. Have you been on two years so far? No, uh, this is my third year. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you have yeah. to cycle off this year? Well, no, because it, it was the first year, um, it was an appointment to fill mm -hmm. a, another vacancy. Mm -hmm. And then the second year, there were a whole group of open seats. And um, I and some of them were for three year term, two year, one year, and I ended up with a one year term. So then I got talked into running again. And here I am. Yeah, uh, Villa, glutton for punishment member of the HO of the POA board. Yeah, I got it. I got yes, it. Yes. Uh, just before we get into your story, which I find fascinating and, and I hope I don't detain our listeners for a minute because I certainly want them to hear your story. Give me an update in your opinion, just your opinion, not, not from a board position. How do you think things are going with the new GM? Are you happy with it? Oh, am I happy with the new GM? With, with the direction, not, not just the GM, but the with, direction. With, uh, I'm, I'm beyond happy. It is because um, I've only lived here for five years mm -hmm. and I came right at a time of tremendous turmoil, to mm -hmm. put it mildly. In fact, I, I was here about two years into that and I thought, I'm, I'm leaving here. I'm out of here. Did you I really? don't need to live like this. Uh-huh. Don't want to have I, this I very, kind of strife and yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> but I didn't move. I stuck it out. But, um, you know, so so I've kind of seen seen the good, the bad, the ugly. And um, I, I'm just really excited to see the POA looking like a solid team. Yeah. When you go into headquarters, they're all happy. They're busy. They feel like they're doing something worthwhile. Um, you know. Kelly's approaching it from a very strong business perspective. And so the decisions are all based upon it. Is this good for the villagers? Is this good for business? Because if it's good for business, that's going to be good for the villagers. Yeah. So um, I, I really that thus far, um, I, I, I'm ecstatic. Uh, and, you know, I'm patting myself on the back, too, because <laughs> because this board hired him. <laughs> well, I, I want to make note. I, I want to make note, as I understand it, and I certainly don't know all the things that happened on the board. I thought there was some pretty excellent candidates that came across the table. But I think that Kelly probably came out as way far and head and the shoulders above uh, as far as what the village needs right now. Is that fair? I, I think that's fair because we you know, we you're right. We had some good candidates. But, um, you know, one of them had a city manager background. Several of them had HOA backgrounds. Someone else was 
had been a, a resort manager, um, and, and their backgrounds were good. And as we were interviewing them, we're going, yeah, yeah, that, that person is, looks pretty good, looks pretty good. And, um, and then we interviewed Kelly, and it was like, forget it. For, forget the other candidates. I mean, it was just so obvious that, that he was what the village needs at this point in time. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it, to use techie terms, you'll get this immediately as a programmer. <laughs> EOL, end of line. <laughs> we are through <laughs> looking, hit return, hit enter, we're done. That's it. Yeah. And, and I want yeah. to come back once again. I, I, I'm, I'm always, and listeners and viewers, we're so grateful to have you. Truly, as I say on our Facebook time, many times, thank you for trusting us with your ears and eyes. We, we don't want to, this is never a bash fest. At the same time, I want to give context and, and forgive me if I'm wrong, but follow me up here real quick. Uh, I've been here about 22 years on and off one way or the other uh, owner for over 22 years and lived, you know, 30 miles away in little rock. Uh, what I saw was we had Richardson for a very, very long time. Who was great. He was a wonderful manager of, of people and massaging things and getting people together that worked well. And, and I, well, I don't think we ever realized how much we were going to miss him. Um, and and I, I say all that to say um, in that whole scheme and in the, the scope of the events that happened, we went from a general manager position where the board asked the general manager to implement these objectives to a position where the board handed over the power and told a couple of the candidates, okay, well, you now you can be the CEO. You're not a general manager anymore. You're the CEO, which implied, if nothing else, at least implied a reversal in those roles. So we were waiting for a chief executive who had never been a chief executive before to tell us what to do and how to direct that. And frankly, she had some, if you were in a fortune 500 company or fortune 100 company, she had some ideas that were, um, forward-looking and would be would be going that direction but that's the village made it very clear that's not the direction they wanted to go so we've moved back to a general manager position have i missed any big points here nope you got it okay so i'm, I'm explaining that not for you and me necessarily as much as i am for the the guest and, and the people who are listening and going well we're not going to have that kind of turmoil again this has been in the 50 years this has been the first time i've ever seen us move to a general i mean to a ceo position and then move back uh, and and the the election period that you, the election cycle that you went through was uh, very pointed about bringing power back to to the board. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's a fair statement. And 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 for what it's worth, um, I haven't attended, but I've heard <clears throat> I've heard the events. But I'm I'm told that right after the new boards are seated, every time the new members are told this by a member of the Rose Law Firm, one of the oldest and most prestigious firms in the state, you, talking to the POA board members, are without peer. There is not another POA that has 36,000 members on the planet that does not exist. You are without peer. And so when you say, well, we had a, we had a great community manager coming in, or we had somebody who ran a resort, or we, 
okay, that doesn't mean you're a great fit because we're a unique, unique, unique thing. Uh, we're not a city. We're not even a municipality. We're the world's yeah. largest back back uh, back back room or uh, the world's largest backyard, as I call it. I mean, as I remind mm-hmm. people and they look at me like I'm crazy, but well, they do that a lot anyway. But we <laughs> we 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 enforce the the traffic laws of the state of Arkansas because we wish to, because we choose to do so. It's our own paved backyard. We have 510 miles. If we wanted to have a formula one race, it's up to us. The the state and city doesn't tell us that that's us. Anyway, all that to say, I go through all that. You've been with the board. Do you think you want to stay on a little longer or have you, you about served? Well, you know, um, uh, I guess for me, I can't really answer that right now because when I came in, there was so much turmoil and it was so frantic and, and we were basically working 30, 40 hours a week. On a and, voluntary position. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, but you know, that, that really gets the old adrenaline pumping. It, it gets you really involved. It gets you, it, it gets you just excited. Mm-hmm. A and, lot of buy-in, a lot of buy-in. Yeah. And, and then, um, it, you know, we, I think things have moved to a point where thanks to Kelly and thanks to a number of other things that have happened that we're moving along in a really good direction. Now we're not done, but we're moving in the right direction. But so the board and and the activity uh, on the board has quieted down quite a bit. And, and it's like, Oh, this is getting kind of quiet. And kind of easy by, by comparison. By week. comparison. Yeah. 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 Well, I, saw, I do. The, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I saw Kelly in the parking lot the other day. And one of the analogies I made was, and I, we were just chatting and talking about an upcoming show. Uh, one of the things I just threw out was, is that, you know, it could be fair to say that up until the last year, maybe the POA was in the position of playing whack-a-mole. Whatever crisis popped up, we had to smack that back down and smack this one, smack this one. And now when he says that he's being Dr. No, his exact words, no, we're not going to spend that. No, we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. That's because he's got a $12 million water plant rebuild in mind for the next three to four years. I can't remember the last time we had somebody with three to four years of strategic planning that said, Let's plan our dollars out. Yes, we, we can spend money later. Mm-hmm. And yes, we've, we've got a rate increase. And yes, we're in financially good shape. Not today. Not today. Is that a fair assumption? Yes, absolutely. A- absolutely. And, and, you know, part of what I like about that is that it's so clear. <laughs> he, he makes it so clear that there's no guesswork. There's no wondering. It, it's very clear what makes sense, what is affordable, what we can do and what we can't do to maintain a a really strong financial position for the village. Which is, which is the key, which is, which is what the POA is charged with, frankly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get with, let's get about, let's hear about how a, uh, a liberal Democrat 
or whatever <laughs> from from Southern California, which all of them are liberal Democrats, right? I mean, there's nobody that's Republican or conservative or anyway. And I'm joking, people. This is all just a joke. <laughs> yeah, he, he is joking. He is very joking. <laughs> you don't take him seriously unless he's quoting a fact or something. But but my point being, Pam, tell us you were born a small child. Then what happened? Yeah, I was. I was really small when I was born. <laughs> so um, uh, let's see if I can go through it really quick. I, I was I was actually born in, and raised in Philadelphia, and I was raised by 60 dads because my dad was a professional football player. And in those days, the football team, the Philadelphia Eagles, had to live in a hotel for the entire football season. So, of course, my mom and I lived in the hotel with all the players. So. I grew up with all these dads, and so I just kind of assumed that that was the way everybody else grew up, too, and traveled with the team, and things were so different then. The whole family went to training camp every summer, but um, it, it was a fun, interesting childhood. But I grew up. What can I say? That's honestly, you hadn't shared that before, and we had obviously had another failed attempt earlier to record some of this, but I had no idea. What position did he play? He, uh, he played tackle. And he played for nine years. His was the first jersey, number 70, that they ever retired, that the really? Eagles ever retired. So, um, and, well, I mean, and his, was it a villa? What, what was it? What was your maiden name or what? My maiden name was Wistert, W-I-S-T-E-R-T. Wow, okay. But um, yeah, it, it was a, a really interesting, fun childhood. But as I said, I grew up and then had to go out into the world, into the real world and get a um, job. I, Oh, yes. You know, (laughs) you know how that goes. So um, when I graduated from the University of Michigan, I ended up out in California in Silicon Valley. And um, it was just at the very beginning of the whole technology boom. And so I, I got to go through just tons of really interesting experiences and and learning curves that were out of sight and watched companies start and disappear. And, and um, I ended up after about 20 years in the industry, I was fortunate enough to kind of end up as a, I was considered a, what they call a SME, a subject matter expert. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I, some of my clients were like um, Hewlett Packard and Microsoft and IBM and other companies that are now defunct <laughs> here today, gone tomorrow. Word perfect. Um, um, yeah, Borland, yeah. Some of those. Yeah. Yep. And, and I actually was involved in three startups, none of which did really well, but they were fascinating experiences. And, and I just learned a tremendous amount. Um, when you do a startup, as opposed to doing a, being in a large corporation, you learn to do so many things by the seat of your pants <laughs> and, and guerrilla marketing. It is so real. You know, it's like, so what's our marketing budget? A uh, $100. Uh, um, that's for the whole year. Well, yeah. And, and we're going to a trade show. So figure out how we're going to do that. But um, it, it just taught me so, so many good things that I could carry through to other challenges. And um, once I decided that the speed of technology was going way faster than I wanted to go anymore, because I wasn't a young pup anymore, 
So um, I ended up in, in the uh, California Central Coast, where I became the economic development director for San Luis Obispo County. And um, that, that was a real fun, fun position. But the best part was that it's all wine and cattle country. Darn. So, Darn. I know. You know, within like a 10 mile radius of my house, there were over 100 wineries. And really? I tell people, when you live in that environment, you never have a sober moment. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't. You know, how could you do that? <laughs> What, so, and, and so uh, say that again. So a hundred wineries within 10 miles. Uh-huh. Easily. And, and now there are probably more. Really? It, it's yep. It's pretty amazing. You know, and, and a lot of them are just like uh, tasting rooms, but there are a lot of vineyards there. Um, my morning walk with my dogs was, was through the vineyards and, and the, the sheep on one side, the grapes on another side. Um, it, it was it, it was a beautiful area. So somebody would ask, Pam, well, why would you ever leave? Because it's California and the affordability when you decide to retire is out of sight. It will eat Just you up. Out huh? of sight. Oh, yeah. So yeah, so absolutely. so you, you you put a map on the wall. You got three darts and you threw them and you hit a hot springs village, Arkansas, right? No, no. Yeah, no, no. Sort of, kind of. Yeah. I, um, I actually drew a horizontal line across the United States. Everything to the north of it was too cold. <laughs> Everything to the south was fair game. So then being in California, you know, I started looking to the east. And so I looked at Arizona and I went, yeah, no, I'm not a desert person. And then I looked at New Mexico and went, yeah, no, not that either. And um, then I remembered years ago, I had visited out here, uh, the northwest corner of Arkansas, actually, but um, did that every summer for a couple of years. And every time I flew into northwest regional, I'd go, oh, this is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. So I called somebody I knew here and said, if you were going to retire in Arkansas, where would you do that? And they gave me Eureka Springs, Bella Vista and Hot Springs Village. So here I am. Looked at your options, did you? Well, and and like I said, for those that don't know, Eureka Springs is right near the state line, very very near the Missouri line in the middle center. Uh, I don't know. Did you did you spend much time in Eureka Springs? Well, <laughs> so actually, I flew into Arkansas on a Sunday night. I uh, spent Monday with a realtor doing Eureka Springs, and I had been there once before anyway, but during yeah. doing Eureka Springs and Bella Vista, got into my car that night, drove down here to Hot Springs Village on Highway 7, which was way fun, and I uh, met a realtor on Tuesday, um, did Hot Springs Village on Tuesday, and Wednesday morning, I made an offer on a house here, <laughs> got back in my car. Flew, drove back up to Northwest Regional, flew home and put my house on the market and called a realtor, uh, called a mover. Wow. So. Wow. 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 No, the reason I was bringing up Eureka Springs, it's a beautiful place. It really is a beautiful place and it's a unique location. It's basically in a valley and some really unique opportunities there, but uh, mm -hmm. they chose, <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw the history of, of uh, Eureka Springs, but they, they chose, there were two rail lines that were going to be coming through. One was going to be coming through Little Rock 
up to Eureka Springs. And the other was going to be coming up through Forest City. And they were like, you know, they just didn't think that the, there was 150 years ago. They just didn't think Little Rock was really going to pan out. So so they took the, they took the, the railroad that went to the northeast Arkansas and didn't, didn't work out for them. But still, it's a wonderful resort area. And the entire area, Bella Vista, which is another Cooper community, is great up there. And I told you this earlier that I had a friend that came from California and I said, you know, what do you think about Arkansas? And she said, it's so green. And I said, well, what color is it supposed to be? It's supposed to be green, isn't it? And I, I, I've been to California. I went to Southern California last fall and uh, I kept thinking, I literally, when we got back, I was, I woke up having dreams of endless brown concrete driveways, endless brown highways, endless brown dirt walls and, and well, hobos on the side of the dirt wall. And just, I was like, when do, and all I could think was, is when does it rain here? Y'all need to rain. Well, you know, they, California's nickname is Golden California, which uh, sounds really nice. Really, it, it's brown. It's not gold. <laughs> it's just pure brown. There's no gold about it. If it no. had a little rain, it might be gold, right? That's, uh huh. Uh-huh. Mm. So, yeah. so you moved here, and, and I'm, I'm guessing it was a no regrets thing. You know, not for a minute. And it was interesting because I moved here, you know, all by myself mm -hmm. and um, my two, my two sons, one in Colorado and one in California, you know, would, would call me those first few months and go, are you okay? Are you lonesome? Are you, aren't you lonesome? And, and I had to tell them very honestly, it's impossible to be lonesome <laughs> in Hot Springs Village. It, it really is. I, I, and that was why I made my decision in like a day. Yeah. It just felt right. And, and it just felt good. And, and you can't be lonesome here. There's well, just no way. Tell the reason. Why. I know the reason why, but I want you to tell the listeners and watchers why. Why what? Why you, why you can't be lonely why you can't be lonely because well it, it's because i i think everyone here is from somewhere different and and so it, it's not like they have a, a whole cluster of friends family whatever they're here just like me they may have come as a couple they may have come as a small family but they're but they came by themselves so so they are so open and welcoming to everybody else that comes here that um it, it's just it's pretty amazing it's amazing and you know california is known for its six foot privacy fences around everybody's yard and so you can live there for years and, and never see the neighbors behind you never know who they are if they exist you know unless somebody's soccer ball comes over the fence from the yard behind you but but um, yeah, it's such a different environment that um, it, it's hard to explain. Well, one other thing I was going to say, and I, you know, I, having grown up in the South, grown up in Arkansas, maybe 25 miles from here, 20 miles from here, um, I've never known a period in my life. I don't know where people aren't friendly. I, I don't know that that's, you know, I, I don't know that. Uh, I, I got on a train in the 90s. Uh, got on a subway in uh, Washington, D.C., and everybody's looking down or looking away or looking, ignoring each other or whatever. And I had one guy that made eye contact, and I kind of smiled. I said, uh, kind of crowded. He said, yeah. He said, not like it in Little Rock. And I looked at him, and I said, are you serious? He said, yeah, I work at UMS. I was like, I do printing for UAMS. I'm kidding. Are you kidding? 
and this was during the Bill Clinton years or whatever. And, uh -huh. I, and I, yeah. I was just astonished. I mean, and I mean, astonished. Nobody except another Arkansan would speak to anybody. They wouldn't talk to anybody. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if they're scared. I don't know, whatever. But I think that was one of the reasons I was getting at with lonesome or lonely is that you go to the grocery store and somebody talk to you. You know, well, hey, do you like these pair? Well, no, they got better ones over here. You need to da, da, da. It's like everybody's somebody you just nearly know and don't know, but they're friendly enough to talk to you and that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, you know, you hear about when you live in other parts of the country. And, and as I told you, you know, I was raised on the East Coast and lived on the West Coast for a long time. You hear about Southern hospitality and, and you hear about it and you go, yeah, OK, that sounds nice. It's real. It's flipping real. Mm -hmm. And, and, and when you get, when you get down into it, like here, people are just so warm and so hospitable. I, 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 I don't know what to say. Would it, would it be fair to say they mean it? It's not a, it's not a put on, it's not a show. No, it's not a... That's what's so, that's what's so neat. They do mean it. Yeah. They yeah. do. I, I mean, I think it's just the way of life here. Mm -hmm. it, it's just in the culture. It's just in the way kids are brought up. And, and, you know, it, it's, it's hard to, to, to grow up in a place and then see it objectively. But when I come to the village and I've done this, like I say, 22 years, when I would come to the village and I would be up on Macero Ridge. Okay. Well, the number of people that are from Arkansas that own a, a home up on Macero Ridge is probably close to 5% or lower, right? Beautiful uh -huh. Ridge looks both ways. Unbelievable views. I mean, you'd think you're in Gatlinburg or something. It's gorgeous. And I would be taking pictures out, you know, kind of around the front yard, trying to show I've got this lot across here and here's the, what these views look like and whatever. And if they didn't say, come on in, I would knock on the door and go, I'm just taking some pictures here. I don't mean to intrude. Come on in, get on in here. You don't know me. I could be a killer. What? No, there's no killers in the village. Come on in, come on in, you know, <laughs> so you get my drift. And it, it, it's genuine. Yeah. I, I think that I really think. I think a lot of people want to be friendly. I think that it they're they're scared to be. And I think when they get here and they realize it's a safe, a super safe environment for that. And everybody else is friendly. So yeah. you, they kind of let down their guards and be friendly. Is that fair? I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. I think that's fair. Well, Pam, and, and you know what you uh, find is it's fun. It is. It's it, fun. It really, yeah. really is. And, and I, well, uh, you know, I've, I've told you about our Airbnb rentals and we, we send out automated messages that say, hope you're having a good time, blah, 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 blah. And right down at the very bottom, it says can be habit forming. So <laughs> be, be forewarned. And so many people go, I can see how this would be, you know, be uh, and, and look, it's a beautiful place, but you can't make the people up. You can't you can't force 19,000 people to be nice. Can't that's do true you we know, could try but we can try work. well maybe if we had we don't need policy. to maybe, uh, yeah. we had a you have to have a permit to be mean i like that idea <laughs> that was for you charlie brown anyway <laughs> inside and outside humor if you get my drift today we've been joined by miss pam avila who is on the board pam it's the light thanks so much let's talk about these cards we're going to put some some ads on there and promote it if you have givesters or guests coming in, or if you have people that just want to come in and look around and, and let me make sure. And I want to just follow up on this little card we have real quick. 
uh, realtors have some of these cards, right? Because if you're staying at a, at a hotel or whatever, and you want to come in and use the facilities, this is the best bargain you're going to get, right? Yep. And, you know, and they're available out at the visitor center. I mean, they're all over. And I was just talking with uh, one of the, the realty companies the other day, and they said that they're actually buying the punch cards to give to potential clients that come into the village. They're giving them the punch cards as a perk out of their pocket, which is genius. Uh It's genius. Uh Well, and you know, we had, we had John Paul on here and he gave us some history about Cooper say Cooper used to do that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So Cooper owns the entire place. They technically own the POA of sorts. They own the land. They own everything else. They set up everything, but then they would buy golf passes to give to prospective buyers so they could come out and play free golf. Well, they own the golf courses. I mean, why didn't they just, (laughs) but they're, but they're doing it the right way. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, for Pama Villa, Dennis Simpson, Hot Springs Inside Out, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.